Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've always known the world would be a much better place if people followed the knowings and stirrings of their soul awareness. That's why I teach all that I know. I'm glad you're joining me today. This is about chakra art. Some people don't really do well with meditations, but they're artists and their subconscious mind really unloads when they're doodling or drawing more so than when they're asked to kind of pull up from the subconscious or unconscious material. And so I offer this to you and you can use it with any and each of the chakras. So I also think this is a great project um, to do with kids, not just yourself, but with kids also. So I hope you benefit from our time together today. A quick shout out to Eileen O'Donnell, also known as Charlie Wolschlager, who reminded me in my teachings that people sometimes need art to process what's coming up and out of them. You can find her incredible work at E-I-L-E-E-N-C-H-A-R-L-E-Y.com. Recently, I've added this cool dimension of art into my chakra classes and some of my Reiki classes, especially using it when I teach kids. What I do is I get uh, rolls of butcher paper and I have people team up. When I'm teaching kids, I usually have their parents attend for free. And so I will have parents work with their children especially under age 18, clearly, those are the kids. Um, otherwise, if I teach a couples class, I have couples partner up and work with each other. What you do is you have one person lie on the butcher paper. You cut a sheet big enough that extends beyond their head and below their feet. You know what I'm getting at, don't you? Then you take and you outline their body. Then each person has their own outline of their body to work with. And what I do is I go through and I teach the chakras and where they are at each location. And as we learn about each of the chakras and meditate on the chakras, I invite participants to color in the chakras. They can do symbols, unconscious symbols that come up or conscious symbols they can use the specific colors that is resonates with each chakra, or they can also spiral out their own. I also, when it's an appropriate time, I don't usually do this with the children necessarily, but I do it with the adults and then I encourage them at the right time to do it with their kids. Um, so in the adult classes, I do teach them to maybe um, draw components that are in each of these chakras, strengths or weaknesses, power centers or wounds. I think it's beneficial. Sometimes it's helpful to put these or include these in after the meditation. What it does is it gives you a full picture, kind of an internal snapshot of how you feel about your energy spectrum happening in your body. I find people really benefit from it and they can maybe roll up the butcher paper, uh, their self-image and 
turn to it again in their meditation. Some people hang them in their house, in their sacred space or in their rooms. Some people fold them away and don't look at them for a while. And then they see how they've changed. I just think this is a beautiful activity. And I really like doing it with kids. The art that's come out has been pretty profound and amazing in my opinion. On a smaller scale, I have also had people do a sketch in a sketchbook on smaller paper in regards to the type of foods that they are missing and what each chakra is calling for. Because each of the chakras vibrate at a different frequency, which align with the spectrum of the rainbow, certain foods that coordinate with those colors are helpful for those chakras as well. So sometimes there's nutrition that is missing or the body is longing to have. So I guide people through meditation into each chakra to see what food it is longing for to help nurture and heal. Um, this also is great with kids because it helps them to contemplate fruits and vegetables, which is always good for the body. Yeah. With the chakras, I remind my students that they can be wearable art. There are certain days of the week, if they want to focus on a particular chakra, perhaps they wear a substantial amount of colors in their clothing or in their jewelry or um, in their makeup that are those colors so that every time they might pass their own reflection, they are reminded the frequency of that vibration allowing it to heal and work and bring to awareness that specific chakra that they are working on. This too is quite fun. Let's not forget that music is also part of the arts, right? And so I remind students that either Tibetan singing bowls or crystal chakra bowls are an advantageous way of allowing meditation time to work with the sound vibration that heals each of the chakras. If you cannot afford these, <laughs> I only have a few of the Tibetan singing bowls myself. My dream is to get the chakra bowls. Um, but if you can't afford these, go online and um, punch in for the sound frequency. And most uh, most uh, sites will have a sound frequency if you punch it in. So this, you can tone also yourself to match that sound to see which chakra might feel really truly the resonation of that sound frequency vibration. So this is also part of the healing, healing arts. I remember when I was first starting to do Reiki energy balancing. And I would hear these tones in my head when I was on the chakras. And I would like, I got brave enough to tell people, listen, I am going to tone while I work on you. All right. And it was really powerful. In my psychic vision, I saw that it amplified the light flowing out of my hands. And it amplified the um, kind of the resurrection of the chakra, if you will, and the um, profound nature that it would then harness the energy that I was trying to pull from the heavens into the chakra itself to allow for healing. It was uh, pretty remarkable. And it was so funny because whenever I had a student or a, 
client on the table that I knew was involved in music, I would say, you know, one day sound healing is going to be huge. One day it's really going to be huge. I know this in my heart. And then <laughs> how many years later, ta-da, sound healing is huge. So, you know, jump on the bandwagon, right? This is great. That's why I'm giving you also the sound frequencies with each chakra. But also, you know, tune in. If you're a sound music person, tune into your chakras and be like, what is the tone? What is the vibration? What is the musical pattern that I'm finding here? I think it's beautiful. You know, this is when we would, in ancient times, healers would use music. I mean, even now music is healing. Come on. I don't have to tell you this. You know this. Um, you know, I often belt out into song when I'm feeling this, that, or the other thing. <laughs> Our, our house is very like open air. So it's nice because this sound reverberates through the house. And I'm, I wonder if my kids even know what I'm up to. I have a friend, former coworker, former student, wonderful soul named Teresa, who used to make candles beeswax candles. And I was like, oh my gosh, can you make me dipped the color in the various colors of the chakras so that I can meditate with the particular color of candle while I'm working on that particular chakra and that I might gift bundles of these to students or offer them as something for students to purchase. So I was so thrilled when um, she started making chakra candles with the colors of the various chakras. And then I had to laugh because years later, they were in stores also. Other people had gotten the idea or came up with the idea. You know, I think that when the cosmos kind of downloads and hits these inspirations, we are all privy to the knowledge. You just tune in and it, you know, you are inspired. <laughs> inspired thought comes in. And it's always fun for me to see like when I get an idea, how long it will become manifest in the world and if I'll be the one to bring it in or someone else. Uh, so it's just so fascinating to me, but I'm not a candle maker, a weaver or whatnot. I'm not so artsy. Um, and so I'm grateful. I'm grateful to, to Teresa for creating these beautiful candles that I do have. Um, I treasure them and I use them often when I'm meditating on the chakras. And so this is a beautiful opportunity for creating art yourself, right? Across the Indian traditions, there are symbols associated with each chakra. If you want to research that, if you're so inspired, you can draw those symbols along a map of the body, if that seems intriguing to you. Also, I might mention that the colors themselves, the colors associated with the rainbow, weren't introduced until 1927. When I see the chakras, they are vibrant white light. Um, I believe that the colors were meant symbolically, it's my opinion, to teach of the vibrational frequency as it moves through the body the lower chakras being more dense and the higher chakras being at a lighter frequency of vibration. That I understand when I do my channeling work and my psychic work, my energy does go to the higher realms. And, you know, this is also why, like I've told you in the aura work that we did earlier in the podcast series, 
uh, a lot of saints, different traditions, religious traditions have their saints emblazoned with an aura of light or halos around their head um, because they were in this higher state of frequency. When I've done talks and I've channeled, I've had people see the light around me. Um, it's really about just shifting your vibration to that lighter place, that higher place. So even if you don't, I wouldn't get caught up in, oh my gosh, I can't see the color of the chakra. It's really calling to mind, like the tone, the frequency of the vibration that that space holds, right? And so that's why the colors and the eating of the food, it's just bringing your mindful awareness to it. Take anything what you will from these. Um, and uh, it's mostly about really tuning in to what's happening in each of the chakras and uh, being open to what your experience is and holding it up to the light is this the truth as best I can see it in this moment and open my heart, mind, ears, and eyes and knowing to know the full truth and be aware. These are just a few of the art projects or art suggestions that I have, but it's important to use your own creativity, your skills, and your imagination to see what would resonate with you so that you might enhance your own practice of tuning into working with your chakras. Okay, that's all I have for you today. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.